in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10, I'm John Roca. And I am Matt Nose. This is a show that we do for our patrons who join us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. There's an email address over there and they can uh, send in questions, topics, whatever they'd like us to discuss. We don't know what it is beforehand. We just answer them as they come in. John, yeah. believe, believe it's your turn to start, sir. Yeah. All right. Then we're starting with Will Anders here. He says, I'd like to ask a couple of questions if that's okay. If you just want to answer one and move on to someone else, that's cool. Don't want to hog the show. Anyway, here's a question. My friends and I were discussing the other day. Is there something you change about the movie-going experience? For me, I want to be able to put the butter on my popcorn. I've heard some people have that option at their theater, but I don't. Really? Although I'm from a small town in Oklahoma, so my experience isn't the same as yours living in a big city. Do you have a topic for the top ten that you won't do? You guys cover everything, but I didn't know if there was one thing you hadn't or won't cover. Maybe you don't want to talk about it since you haven't done a show about it yet. Who knows? I was just thinking about it. What were your first jobs? Mine was working at a Sonic. It wasn't too bad. My customer, most customers were pretty cool. Sometimes they would be a jerk for the most, but for the most part, I liked it. Thanks for all you do and keep crushing Will Anders. So Will, you asked more than a couple questions, but True. we'll go with the first one here, uh, and work our way through it. Uh, Matt, is there something you change about the movie going experience? Will lives in a place where he doesn't get to put butter on his own popcorn. Um, I have never actually put the butter on myself. Or oh, you've had them do it. Uh, they've always done it. I have been to places where they have, you can butter your own popcorn, but I yeah. still rarely get popcorn now. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's just been beat into my head that it's so god awful for you that you really shouldn't be eating it. And, you know, I got body dysmorphia like a lot of people do. Yeah. And, uh, so it's just like, I, I, I can't, I've been fat. I don't want to be fat again. If it means I don't get to have my movie popcorn, so be it. That's the only snack I really want in a movie. Right. Uh, I could care less about this. Although it's nice sometimes, you know, I'll get the sweets. Yeah. But if I had my druthers, I'd get popcorn each and every time. Mm -hmm. But when it has more fat than like five Big Macs or something ridiculous, it's like, I can't justify doing this. Even I don't care how delicious it is. Uh, I would change, honestly, the, the length of the previews. It's too fucking much. Right, right. It's minimum 25 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's utterly ridiculous. Uh, and my, my favorite is the, when you go to certain theaters and they play ads and stuff before they get to, like, uh, yeah. the start time of those. Right. And invariably they close out those and can be like, you know, uh, in essence, you're welcome for getting to watch AMC's first look at all these commercials that you've been, you're welcome. It's like, oh, thanks for inundating me with commercials before we get to the commercials for yeah. other movies. Yeah. But the 25 fucking minutes, it's minimum 25. I don't oh, even yeah. show up at theater anymore until technically the start time because I have more than enough time then to go to the bathroom and go get a water or a coffee or a soda or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got all the time in the world and then I'll sit outside the theater until the, 
about a minute or two before I think the movie itself is actually going to start. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with you. It is AMC is the worst at it because it's like 30 minutes before the movie even fucking starts. So that's crazy to me. Absolutely crazy to me. And there's a frustration aspect to it all too that you're just like, well, why am I coming here at this time if I'm going to be sitting through all this nonsense mm-hmm. just to be able to, you know, fucking do something or watch a movie? So, I mean, that to me is the, the, the thing that drives me the most insane. It's like, how much longer do I have to wait for that to happen? You know, and so, uh, man, come on. And so, yeah. And I, and I, it's been a long time though. I mean, you know, I get to go to screenings now. And so I, I, I rarely have to sit through tra- trailers. I don't think I've ever had to sit through a trailer at a screening, but every once in a while I go see a, a movie regular way. And yeah, it, the frustration factor, especially when you've seen the trailers already, like online or done a reaction to them and you're seeing them over and over again, it just, it can get so annoying. Um, I think the number one thing I would change is to, People might think this is pretty militant of me, but I would have a national security firm that would come into the theater and stand there the whole time walking up and down the aisles. And if anyone pulls out their fucking phone for anything other than emergency or talks too loud or whatever, you're escorted out. You're escorted out. You you, you can get one warning and then a second warning. You're playing fucking Angry Birds. You're playing to get the fuck out. And you refunded your ticket, so you're not, you know, you're not paying and they're taking your money. But that's what I would do. That's the one thing I would change because people, more and more, I'm seeing people care less and less about ruining people's experience. Yeah, ruining about ruining people's experiences watching movies. When I go to a regular theater every once in a while, I see people like just having full on conversations or fucking live tweeting their experience verbally. Um, or playing Angry Birds or on the Wordle or whatever uh, new app they're enjoying. Or sometimes just fucking texting the whole time through the movie. And uh, it's cool if you're sitting in the back. Like, no one's going to fucking see you. You're not going to affect anybody. Knock yourself out. But if you're down in the center area, the middle area, and you're doing all that nonsense, I think it's disrespectful to the film. And it's disrespectful to everybody else who's in the theater. So this may be militant, but uh, I, that's what I think. I, that's the one thing I would change. Have people there, paid security guards who are there, big dudes, who are there to kick people out if they fuck around and ruin the experience for people. So that's my number one thing. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think the walking up and down the aisles would piss people off just because it's distracting. Well, that's what they do at screenings, at Disney screenings, and it's never bothered me, but I could, Mm. I see your point, though. I see your point. Some people might feel weirded out about it or intimidated by it, but, you know, I think people get used to it. Yeah, maybe just have a camera over... The entire theater, just one camera. And if something lights up, you can just headset somebody in the theater. Boom. Aisle, you know, aisle M, seat 12. They're yeah, on their so, phone. Good point. So maybe they're stationed like at the bottom and maybe two at the top. Oh, yeah. Something. And then whoever gets radioed. Well, in. I mean, I think it's one person, to be perfectly honest. Because one? No theater in the world is going to pay for four security staff. Well, listen. In this every is- screening? This is a fantasy, right? He has us what we would change. That's what I would change. Okay, well, uh, mine was, hey, let's let's cut it out. Maybe cut down some of these trailers. Yours is, <laughs> I'd like you to hire on, uh, let's see, at a multiplex. Yeah. So fifty people a night, maybe sixty people a night, to stay in the theater. But they, no, but it would be sixty people. Oh well, I guess with we all the multiple four per screening and oh, all the screenings right. going on. Right. No, you're plus right. you need to yeah uh, schedule breaks and all that stuff. You can't yep. just work nonstop. And then they nope. got to have seats. 
You're because, not wrong. Yeah, they can't stand there the whole time. But you're affecting their bottom line if you remove the trailers and the ads. That's money they make off those things. So find other ways. <laughs> find other ways. Although the most grotesque thing I, I saw was Elon Musk is talking about putting a satellite up into space that, that has ads on it that we'll be able to oh. see from ground. Oh. That's got to be a UN resolution. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> We're not covering the fucking night sky in advertising. I'm sorry. Don't you have enough money, Elon? Shove it up your weird haircut <laughs> ass. We're not fucking doing this. If he had any aspiration of some oh. sort of higher office or something, this yeah. is this is a way to piss off people. You yeah. have enough money. You don't need to do this. Wow. I can't even imagine looking up at yeah. the guy and it's an ad for Verizon. Just a huge ad. <laughs> Gross. Don't need to see it. No one. We they, we got to be able to. Hopefully. There's no way it stands. We'll be able to legislate this out. Yeah. <laughs> but he wants to do it in like the next year or two. Send up a satellite. What? Like, fuck that. Get the fuck out of here, man. No shit. That's yeah. madness. Hopefully uh, he's just doing this so that people get pissed off about this so he can do something he really wants to do over here on the side. Right. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, oh, you don't, okay, fine. I can't do this, but how about you let me do this? And we're like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> you want to put a, a high speed train tunnel that's completely impractical in Los Angeles? That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have a topic for the top 10 that you won't do? I mean, not, I mean, the only one. Ever said no to is musicals. Yeah, musicals. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because you're a fan, but I don't. I can't get to ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like legitimate musicals, you know. Uh, yeah. I I haven't seen enough of them to make an honest opinion. Right. Right. And then the ones that could potentially sit down and watch too. Like a lot of the older ones are long as fuck. Like two and a half hours. And like what? I don't need to see people. Singing and dancing for two and a half hours. Musical you talk. Well, West Side Story. But yeah, West Side Story. In an American in Paris. No, oh, that's really only long. That's only two hours. Okay. Well, see, it just seems like two and a half. <laughs> that's what I think is more true. Uh, could be. Yeah. Yeah. It just <laughs> musicals are the only one that I can think of that I've ever balked at. I think rom coms, right? That we haven't done. I don't think we've ever done rom coms. Oh, we definitely have done rom coms. We've done rom coms. Had to have. Okay. I like rom coms. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got zero problem with that. I may not have seen as much as somebody who's a really huge fan, but I've seen yeah. a lot of rom-coms. Fair enough. Because when they're good, they're still really good movies. Yeah. I'm trying to look at some of the longest musicals ever made. <laughs> so interesting. Um, uh, you know, uh, Paint My Wagon Red. What is that one? 245? <laughs> Three? Ridiculous, man. Uh, seven brothers for seven wives. I think seven that's five, seven brothers is a good one. That's that a, one's four and a quarter. Yeah, at least. Um, yeah, I can't see. It doesn't seem to have anything here with, with the, the it's more about longest films ever made as opposed to the longest musicals ever made. Okay. So I don't see anything here. Some films are 48 hours long. Get the fuck out of here. Who does a film? That's hubris. That's just, I want to make a long, the longest film. Yeah, right. And when they released that, that was probably the longest film. I know there's a film that lasts like a week or something ridiculous. <laughs> what? Fuck. It's an art exhibit at that point. Yeah, right. You should uh, cast, um, what's his face? Shia LaBeouf in it. Uh, it's an does. actor we both respect. Uh, yes. True. Is he a weirdo? More than likely, yes. Yeah. Is shame. that a byproduct of being 
corrupted by fame from the age of eight? That would be my guess. Possibly. And having eccentric parents, let's put it that way. <laughs> Although Sean Astin isn't that messed up. And he's kind of been famous since he was a kid. I think it's how you're built. The parents thing, I think, is an, is, is an important aspect of it all. Yeah. No. All right. I'm at the three-hour mark. I don't see any musicals that are three hours ago. So. Well, that's a load of hooey. There's definitely got to be <laughs> musicals that are three hours long. I think they just feel three It's like the height of musicals in the 50s, 60s. There's got to be a three-hour musical out there. There has to be. Um, yeah, I think Sound of Music. Right? I would say. As longest what? musical runtime. Longest movie musical runtime. So I'm going to try that, see if anything comes up. Because, I mean, I mean, that's, 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 I can't believe you can't find anything. Yeah. I see, I see the list of the longest films, but they don't, they don't go specifically by musical. They say, you know, all movies. So, or they'll go into Broadway. Even though I'm typing movie musicals, it still goes into Broadway, uh, which is frustrating because they consider that just musical. Yeah, I, I, the first initial search I did. Yeah. Like eight of the 10 returns are this Broadway play, that Broadway play. Like right, that, right. Yeah. I literally put movie <laughs> in the fucking search. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Um, all right. And the other part of this, his other question was, uh, what were your first jobs? Mine was working at a Sonic. What was your first job? You want to say? Oh yeah. I worked at a car wash. Oh, okay. Uh, worked at a car wash over the summer in the Midwest, which is already humid. Oof. So then you work in an environment that adds a hundred percent more humidity and yes. it, it was god awful. I mean, I was happy to have it as my first job. I mm-hmm. wanted a job. Um, but I dreaded going to work every day. That's uh, mind blowing. I well, there were days where, cause you had a, you know, uniform that you wore. Yeah. And you change out your shirt, uh, like three times, sometimes four times, just because wow. you sweat through it. There's that much humidity. Oof. Yeah. It was fucking terrible. And you had different jobs on it. I remember. So you start out and you work at the end of the line as the car is coming out of the full process and you just shimmy and you're shamming down right. the side to get all the water off. And then you move to different aspects, but the cush, there were two cush jobs. One was driving the car off the line yeah. because you could crank the AC in the car as you clean mm-hmm. the interior. So you could cool off. And then the other one was working the booth out. I never got to work the booth because I left. The booth was basically for the veterans that had okay. been there for a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got promoted to getting in the car to clean it so I could crank the AC and I loved it, but I lied and said I could drive a stick. Oh shit. And I stalled out a car one day and it stalled, you know, it, it can sometimes jolt. Yep. They jolted into another employee and banged him in the knee. <sighs> oh shit. Yeah. He left to go home and the next day he was like, I was fine. He got me out of work, <laughs> but I felt bad and yeah. I immediately got taken off and they moved me to another job. I didn't have to go back to the front anymore, right, right, right. but that moved to another job. Uh, <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah. I worked on that for like, you know, I worked over there for three months in the summer. I think I worked the inside of the car for two weeks or something wow. and then did that and I was off the cars. Okay. Yeah. I wanted the, the cush booth job, but I never got that. Well, it's probably good. That means you've been there too long. Yeah. A friend of mine 
decided to stay on. He worked it over the winter in the Midwest because people still get their car washed because of the salt on the roads. Yeah, of course. And uh, I, I went to, I worked at a liquor store for my second job. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. I love that job. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't imagine like, like, yeah, you know, going to red carpet. It was called red carpet car wash. Right. It's like, oh my God, still working there, man. Good for you. But at the same time, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. What was your first job? Um, working in the warehouse of a uh, place called Job Lot Pushcart way back when mm. in uh, Virginia, uh, Dale City, Virginia. It was the mall had just opened. I needed a job because I wanted to be able to afford going out and stuff. Like I was sure. opening the door to going out with girls and as, and going out with the guys and drink, uh, not drinking, but like hanging out and going to places and whatever. So, um, yeah, I got a job working in the warehouse, $15 an hour. It's a really nice start for a guy my age and, um, it's fantastic money. Yeah. Yeah. For the warehouse stuff. It's also probably why they went out of business within two years. Cause yeah. And I mean, what year was this? Like 92 or something? Oh, I, you know, I don't remember to be honest with you what year it was, Matt. I don't remember. I, th- I thought, of, you know, well, you, know, you were in high school. Yes, I was in high school. What years did you go to high school? I don't remember. You don't it remember? Was, it was sepia toned. I know. I remember it was sepia toned. Um, that's, that's an indictment of your lack of memory <laughs> in your old age. You know, that's just making compounding the problem you're trying to evade. You're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, By the I, way, I, I found these three musicals, Sound of Music, My Fair Lady, Camelot, all over three hours or around three hours. So. You're not I wrong. To say My Fair Lady is a joke, but I not I assumed it was shorter, but no. I've never seen it. You're not wrong here, Matt. There's quite a few. There's got yeah, I was gonna say, just at the height of musicals, there's yeah. just gonna be But it's also it when people inevitable. nominate them for best picture. The King and I, that's another one that's a long yeah. one too. Back when people were less educated about what film is and what it could be. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they're just taking plays and putting them on celluloid. That's all they're doing. It's they're not advancing the medium. You're ridiculous. Topsy Turvy. That's a musical. It's technically. I've been watching that literally nonstop. Really? For the past week, I've been falling asleep to it nonstop lately. How interesting. And I wish it was another hour longer. Yeah. See, so it can happen. Yeah. Well, look. If that counts for musicals, boom. Guess what? My number one is. There we go. (laughs) Easy peasy. Although I don't count that as a musical technically. Right. Because they don't actually sing through. Transition. It's not. It's not propelling the storyline. Right. The songs aren't like Sound of Music to me. Yeah, that's a musical. Yeah, um, that would be on my list. But Les Misérables. Yeah, the that's most recent one. Yeah, that's a musical because the yeah. music is about the story and it's you know. Yeah, fuck, man. I guess I just avoided these because I South Pacific. I've never seen South Pacific. I've never fuck, seen. No. Oh, West Side Story is one fifty six, one hundred fifty six minutes. So yeah, West Side Story. That's a lot. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, I worked in the back there. That's where I ended up meeting that girl who was 22 years old, who had a child, and we kind of did it up until she found out I was not 18, and that became a whole issue. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, so that, you know, that's yeah, so that was my job, and then eventually moved out of there to work at another place, an electronic store, and they made me a salesman, which I hated with with a deep dark passion. Because they were like, well, you're so good with people. You just like to talk to people. You're so natural. Yeah, well, I don't want to lie to people and sell them shit that is actually going to fall apart or, you know, all the lies we had to tell to sell shit. Oh, yeah. Live off the commission. I fucking like Don Cheadle it. and Boogie Nights. Yeah. Now you yeah. got to get the TR-372. You feel that bass? The kid just 
utter bullshit. Yeah. I can't do that. I had such a horrible time. It was the yeah. worst, worst doing that. I did it for three months before I told them to put me in another department because I don't want to do it anymore. You know, I hated it because you're lying to people. You're trying to talk them. You're essentially begging them for their money. I don't fucking like that, dude. I'm not a fan of that. So yeah, those are my jobs. Um, all right. Where are we at? 20 minutes. You want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Go Th- ahead, man. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Thank you, Will. Uh, this one comes from Jeff Ipsack. Okay. Says the Olympics are here and the sports make no sense to me. <laughs> the summer games, I understand. It's all running, throwing, swimming and things everyone does. The winter games are this weird mess of stuff that I don't even know how a sport like this started. It's crazy. Is there an event? That, if you knew you couldn't get hurt, because that seems to be what these sports are about, <laughs> you would try. I think I'd go with skeleton or luge. Both of those seem crazy to me. Getting on a tiny sled and going down an icy tube as fast as you can. Just nuts. What about you? Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I think those are definitely the two most obvious. Oh, yeah. Coupled with bobsled. But even bobsled, you're like behind something. Yeah. Um, so what skeleton is going face first. Yeah. I think it's by yourself. Right? Yeah. And then, yeah luge. then there's the two man luge, which I don't understand. Yeah. The two man bobsled or whatever. Yeah. But there's a two man luge. We're like laying on top of the other. Oh, person, that's right. That's right. Right. Which just that. seems stupid. Yeah. Um, well, look, the bobsled is crazy too. Cause if you could flip over, which has happened. Yeah. That's scary. I never thought of it that way, that there are sports. These are all pretty much sports you can get hurt at. I mean, I don't think curling, you can get hurt doing curling, but certainly. Well, downhill and super G. Yeah. Like I love to ski. Flat out love it. And I've been on those courses before, not actually doing them, just. Right. uh, Oh, yeah, this way it's like it's set up for it and you're going down it at a decent pace. And you're like, dear God, they would be flying past me literally doing 50 to 60 miles an hour right now. That's (laughs) insane. That is utterly insane. Yeah. And you're holding on just by, you know, the edge. Yeah. Yeah, but all winter sports, he's not wrong. No, I know. I never thought of it that way. I totally just, yeah, hockey, you can get hurt playing hockey. Um, yeah, there's the skiing with the gun yeah. for some reason. Eat shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's whatever like, uh, it is. Yeah. Why? Why? How is this the sport? Why is this a sport? Yeah, I mean, ironically, curling is the one one of the rare sports in the whole thing of Winter Olympic sports where it doesn't. And it's look dumb, isn't it? Hurt. It's dumb. Yeah, I love how Leslie Jones said it. It's it's marbles on ice. It's yeah, it's shuffleboard for sober people. <laughs> it's, this is really. I can't believe this is an international sport. We're using yeah. the word sport for this. By the way, NBC is so ridiculous with the shit they were doing with Leslie Jones. Just utter stupidity, man. Is that the I corporation? Didn't see any of it. What is it? Oh, you didn't. They try, you know, she's on SNL or was on SNL, but she's been doing her commentary about things mm-hmm. for the last few years on her Instagram, you know, sports events, Game of Thrones, whatever. And she's done the Olympics before, just kind of. Yeah, guys. she started in Rio. Yeah, right, exactly. And so, but this time around, NBC has a show. They essentially took Leslie's idea. And they, of course, got Kevin Hart to do it because Kevin Hart could never Oh, yeah, the one with him and Snoop for the last winter. I mean, summer. They're doing it for winter. Yeah, for the winter one. And they're bringing in all – and they're all, like, making fun of everything like that. But they're not as funny as Leslie. Sorry, they're not. Because Leslie just – with her iPhone sitting in her living room is fucking funnier than anything they're writing or doing on that show. And they tried to stop her. This NBC reached out and said a cease and desist letter 
to her. How can you stop? And so she, because they're, because he's, she's using their footage and so uh, in her Instagram video, yeah. which on Instagram you can't do anymore because they've had, they've cracked down on people using footage and music on Instagram. And so, um, she said like, Hey, this is going to be my last one. Cause, uh, you know, certain people don't like that I'm doing it. And, uh, apparently they think they can get other people who they think are funnier to do it, even though it was my kind of idea. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know if I'll do another one again. And, and thanks for watching all the ones that I have done. And there was immediate backlash. Like people went crazy at NBC so much so that NBC, like behind the scenes worked out a deal with Leslie so she could keep doing it. But yeah, I mean, her just tweeting that the response was so massive. Um, sure. Because she's funny doing it. And so that's, that's a corporation for you. Oh, someone else is doing it. Let, let's take uh, that idea. We, they can't uh, come after us for that idea because it's not something necessarily. Yeah, it's our product. Like. Yeah. And let's hire people and put them. And, you know, performers are like, no, I don't care if I'm stepping on this person's toes. You know, fuck it. I'm going to make some money. And- well, they might view it as it's different because I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I can understand the rationale from both sides. Yeah. Right. Right. But either way, just, it was such a dumb move by them because I don't understand. I just, when corporations get involved and start doing that fucking heavy handed shit, it was really frustrating, man. Especially from NBC's perspective, because the ratings have been so terrible for this Winter Olympics. Right. If somebody's getting more views for you. Yeah. You should just let it go. It's one of the smart things the NBA's done. It's like they don't care if you put clips up. Yeah. Because the more you're talking about on social media, it can only be advantageous. Yeah. 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 I've never Uh, gotten a strike for NBA on game time. Always NFL, never NBA. Yeah. You're right. uh, Okay. Like oh, I've you played use footage, clips or whatever, and it's never been an issue. Yeah, the NBA's really lenient about it because I think they have a good policy when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Just like, like if people are willing to talk about it, man, it's free advertising. Yeah, right. It helps and, us. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt us. And the NFL is like, you know, we're gonna make our billions. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, the ratings are up this year. I get it. Right. Um. But. Unsurprising that NBC would do that. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so the one sport, I mean, I, I think I would choose lose your skeleton, not to steal his answer, but those are the two most bananas to me. Yeah. And of the two, I guess I go skeleton to go face first. Oh my God. Oh, that'd be crazy. Cause you can lie to yourself going feet first. It's somehow safer. Yeah. So if there's no consequence of getting hurt, then face first and let's just. Full throttle this. Yeah, I'm gonna um, winter sports in the winter Olympics. Cause I mean, I don't want to choose y'all's answers, even though pretty much, you know, it's either that or bobsled. Yeah. I, I maybe to- downhill, uh, to go that fast. If yeah, actually, okay, yeah. that's fine. I'll take downhill. Um, yeah. biathlon is what you were talking about, the walking around and shooting. Yeah. And then there's cross country. Yeah. Luge, snow, oh, snowboard, done, snowboard. That's what I would do because I've never done that and it scares the shit out of me to have my legs locked onto a board Um, and doing those flips. So I would do that. If I, if I could do that where I don't get too hurt or don't die, then I would do it because sometimes I'll just watch the snowboard. Is, snowboarding is like sometimes I'll turn the sound down and then it's so peaceful to watch snowboarding. Um, uh, cause it's just like, it's just kind of constant. So, um, yeah, I would do that cause I've never done that. I've never skied. 
And so that would be the one thing if I could do that, I would just sure. to be able to go crazy, you know, this Sean White and all that shit. Uh, in my yeah, opinion. yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be fun. I've never snowboarded myself. Right. Cause there's so luge is when you're, is when you're laying with your feet forward. Yeah. And skeletons face first. Skeleton is fit. Oh, skeletons face first. God damn. Yeah. So I guess I, I won't take his answer. I'll take downhill to try and fly down the side of an icy mountain as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> Cause that's one of my favorite things about skiing is yeah. pushing myself to go as fast as I can, knowing yeah. that this is perilous and somewhat stupid. There's an excitement to that. Yeah. But then to amp it up another 20 miles an hour or whatever faster than I'm doing, uh, mm-hmm. cause it's not like I'm doing that the whole mountain. It just stretches where you hit a patch and you're like, yeah, makes the most sense. To just fucking barrel this as fast as I can. Uh, but to do that down the steepest gradients on a mountain, it's just crazy. So I'm watching the shit and I'm just like, this is insane watching them kind of go down just face first. You're right, man. The face first, like anything could happen. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, if you go down feet first, you can lie to yourself. Right, right. I'll be able to do something. Something. Face first is like, if this goes bad, this goes bad. (laughs) Because you also have your arms back. So you'd have to get your arms up to try and it's not happening. So you're just a missile, a human missile. Flying down an icy tube. It is the dumbest and most impressive yeah. of those sports. Yeah, because I'm watching uh Kelly Curtis, who's the first black U.S. Olympian in skeleton. And, yeah, the way her hands are, or arms, rather, are tucked under her body. Uh-huh. That is scary. Drag. I mean, you're going so fast. Yeah, and you're just using your body weight, shifting it to make yeah. turns. It's, it's that stuff's crazy to me. A hundred, 111 kilometers per hour. That's how fast she's going on this fucking thing. So what is that like 55, 60 miles an hour? Jesus Christ. Look, wow. That is scary, dude. The hell yeah. That is some scary ass shit. That takes balls. No doubt. No like doubt. big brass balls. <laughs> and she's getting faster as the course goes on. Good God. Yeah, and then to slow down, like you have to lean back and like move your arms up and pull back. So it's kind of the same thing yeah. bobsled does. So you dig in. You drag your feet a little bit to kind of yeah. things down. You yeah. got like spikes on the tips of your your shoes. Yeah. But I like yeah. those outfits. I wish I was in shape to put on one of those uh, one uh one piece outfits. I don't need to make myself feel bad. That's all <laughs> <laughs> It's just see all the flaws? Oh, I didn't realize the roll extended that far. Uh, <laughs> How can I have dimples within my dimples? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought this thing was supposed to be kind of like Spanx. And, oh, uh, yeah. This is this is the form it's fitting to. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Oh man. Okay. All right. We're at thirty-one minutes. We should wrap it up. <laughs> Thanks. Well, so great much. question, Jeff. Yes, thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it. Will Jeff? Two uh, two good sets of questions and. <laughs> uh you guys listen to uh, the call for more questions, but we want even more. Yes. We've got enough for the next month's shows pretty easily, but that doesn't mean that we couldn't burn through those in two yeah. weeks. You just never uh, know. It's you true. never know. Uh, you don't know uh, how in-depth we'll get on the questions. So please, if you are a patron and you enjoy the show, we would love to have 
mm-hmm. your topics and questions. So head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10. There is a, an email address just for you over there at the $5 and above level. So rifle them in. We're happy to answer them. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's it. You can follow the show at top 10 show on Twitter, all spelled out. Otherwise on Instagram and YouTube, it is forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. And you can follow me at Matt Nost. And you can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Thunder.